everybody. Hello, everybody. What's going on? What's going on? <laughs> I think there's an echo in here. <laughs> You're a coffee cat. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Um, you know, living. How's your day? Um, well, it started out not great, and then I added wine, and it got great. Well, hey, that's good. Did mm -hmm. you add wine in Housewives or just wine? Just wine. Well, okay, so I woke up kind of depressed because COVID and it's winter and I'm a new mom and I'm tired all the time. So not a lot to uh, feel jazzed about. And at about 2 p.m., I made myself my favorite salad from Trader Joe's. And I was kind of like, you know what? Screw this. I'm going to have some wine. So I opened a Chardonnay that was a gift for Christmas. And I put on the new movie on Netflix called Prom. So cute. Highly recommend. Uh, it's like the cutest musical ever. And uh, turned it really, really loud and said, Eric, watch the baby while she sleeps. And I did. And she slept pretty good. Yeah, it was a great, uh, great afternoon, a wine afternoon. A afternoon. <laughs> yeah. I'm pretty impressed that she's uh, taking to this new little sleeping pattern that we're doing. What do you mean? The sleeping without the motion of the snoo. Yeah, we've been trying to transition her to um, sleeping in a crib. We haven't tried it yet, but we got to get her ready. She's been in a snoo, which is like such a miracle creation for parents it like rocks your baby to sleep and does all the hard work and um we're gonna lose that pretty soon so i'm kind of sad about it i am too but i also think it's gonna be nice to transition her and everything but it's been nice we've been working on it and they say that uh in order to transition you pull one arm out for a couple days and you pull two arms out for a couple days and so far she's just kind of laying in there taking about 15 minutes to fall asleep but she's not whining she's not crying she's just chilling so far so good what are you drinking <laughs> it is the nice cold cold as the rockies like my feet and my sockies what? Light. <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty smooth you do have cold feet i'm impressed um i'm drinking water because i had I wine I, ask you. I had wine earlier what are you drinking just water because mom life I don't really turn up anymore. <laughs> uh, you know, when your boobs are like a food factory, you got to keep them in pristine shape, open 24-7. Ooh, drive through. drive through boobs. <laughs> yep. <laughs> well, uh, how about your highs and lows of the week? You know, I don't know if it's just me. Winter makes me feel kind of dull. So I couldn't even remember my week when I when we were like trying to figure out highs and lows for the potty. I I don't I don't even know. Well, when your days are cut short because when you have a baby, but two, it gets dark at four thirty. I know. You don't really do much. And we're kind of like stranded at home because of hashtag COVID. So I was like highs and lows. Let's see. I would say that my high was probably all the food I've been cooking this past week. Um, I had to have like a serious talk with Eric because I was getting really sick of opening the fridge and having there be like no food, but I wasn't cooking it. So it was kind of my fault. <laughs> and I realized that eating is like a high priority right now because I'm always hungry and breastfeeding. And as a mom, you're just kind of always in a hurry. So eating is always like a high priority, but cooking has been a very low priority. And it's something I used to have so much extra free time to do and love to do as like a leisure activity. I didn't really necessarily cook because I had to, whereas now the leisure's kind of gone and I have to do it because 
I have to feed the family and I only have, you know, a 20 minute window to do it and have to think really quick of, you know, what ingredients we have that I can throw together. So it just feels different cooking now. Um, but since we had that conversation, I realized I don't want to keep spending money eating out all the time when you get to the point where you're so hungry and you look around and there's nothing pre-made because you didn't make it. So um, I've been trying really hard to be better and it's been a good week. I feel like I've been trying to cook dinners and I've made some really yummy stuff for us. What kind of things have you made? Because I've been enjoying every little bit of it. <laughs> um, well, I usually cook when she's napping and just try to make it kind of simple. So like tonight I made a really good Cajun pasta. Oh, it was so good. It was really good. It was a like a riff off of the Cheesecake Factory Cajun pasta, which I've never had, but I saw a recipe on Pinterest. But it was better. It was good. It was so good. Just think of like fajita flavor. So what I did is I roasted and toasted um, an onion and a bell pepper. In... Roasted and toasted. Huh? <laughs> yeah. An onion and a bell pepper under the broiler and then put it in a food processor with like some cream and garlic and made like a creamy sauce and then reduced it on the stove, tossed in some pasta. We put some Cajun chicken on top. So good. And an arugula salad. An arugula salad on the side because I didn't have perfect my... perfect little compliment. I didn't have my greens today. And then I made a chicken salad that was really good a couple days ago for like lunches. That's always good. You should tell people about your chicken salad because it's kind of just a creation that I think you came up with when you were like 10. It's like the most boring thing ever. It's just one of those recipes. But it's good. You know like and those go-to recipes? People need easy. You have like a go-to like five things that you make that are super easy that you don't even have like a recipe written down for because it's just like your thing that you make. Um, I don't know. It's like basically like tuna salad, but I hate tuna, so I do chicken, like canned chicken. And it has like celery for crunch and mayo, which is weird because I hate mayo, but I like it in this because I don't add too much. Uh, cranberries, sunflower seeds sometimes. Um, yeah, salt, pepper. It's super easy. Apples. Apples. That's the secret ingredient. The apples and the celery give it really good crunch. Finely chopped apples, and it's yeah. all thrown into a bowl. It is stirred up and served on a piece of toast. And He's it's making it sound really, pretty good. really complex. Uh, so I made that. I made the Cajun pasta. I made some homemade dog treats with you. Oh, that was fun. That was actually so How did we even come up with that fun. idea? So we've been juicing because we got our juicer on Black Friday, and we've actually been doing it. I'm so proud of us. We're like yeah, we've sticking been to it. Three or four a week, I think. Yeah, yeah. It's it's been really fun. So we get like all types of stuff. Right now, we have a pineapple waiting to be juiced. Eric loves pineapple oh, juice. Yes. I've been really into like apple carrot beet juices with some celery. I know in a couple podcasts ago when we talked about things that we hate that everyone else seems to love, I said celery. And ever since then, I'm really <coughs> trying to incorporate it more in my life. I'm also trying to incorporate crop tops, which is something I also said I hated. <laughs> that hasn't been as successful. And you got to uh, applaud the attempt though. Okay. Um, let's see. What else? Uh, oh, the dog treats. Yeah. So okay. we juice. So we juice. And then the juicer leaves behind all this pulp, like vegetable pulp. And you always feel so bad throwing it away. Do you? I do. <laughs> that was really dramatic. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's such a waste. So I was like, he was about to throw it in the trash. And I was like, wait, let's make dog treats. It just came to my mind. Um, so we just kind of... We started by looking up everything that we juiced and making sure that the dogs can have it. Yeah, because there was a lot of different fruits and veggies. And then we mixed in some flaxseed and some flour and to kind of like give it some hardiness because it was just kind of like like wet 
vegetable leftovers. Mm-hmm. Um, we had a peanut butter, so they'd actually eat it. Yep. And they like them. And then you just bake them. We made them into cute little like uh, treat, treat size. size. Yeah. Yep. Uh, baked them, and they love them. We keep them in the freezer since it's like a fresh food. We can't really keep them like in a bag in their dog area. Uh, but they love them. Yeah. And we've been giving the dogs CBD oil again. And so we put some drops of CBD on the treats. They really like it. Anyways, I feel like a culinary goddess because I made chicken salad. <laughs> <laughs> no, so, it's been nice. You've been making some nice food and it's been cool to, because since I'm still working and everything, to turn around and have you hand me a, a bowl of Cajun jambalaya and be like, oh my God, it's so good. Cajun pasta, but yes, it's it does feel quite, um, what's the word, fulfilling, pleasing to my heart. To feed your husband? To feed, to yeah, to be like, here's and your food that I made with my hands and I didn't spend money on takeout. Nice. It's pretty cool. Um, so and that's been so good. And I really do like cooking. It's just been, it's been different having a baby and trying to cook. So I'm really proud of myself for getting back into it, making it more of a focus and a priority. That would be my high. Um, my low, honestly, was Christmas. It was terrible. Was it? Yeah. Christmas or Christmas Eve? Christmas. Or just the general gist of Christmas? Christmas Day, we didn't see any family because of COVID. So we're at home by ourselves. And we were both hungover because we got really excited on Christmas Eve to start opening presents. We were both hungover because of my high. Which was Christmas Eve. Christmas Eve. Eve. Yeah. <laughs> We decided to open our presents on Christmas Eve. Well, sometimes... Okay, so we have a tradition since we got married that we'll exchange, like, at least one gift on Christmas Eve night to each other, like, privately, not, like, with family and stuff. So that we'll exchange at least one gift and that we'll have a like, expensive bottle of wine. We always, like, open a nice bottle and share it. What did we have this year? I don't remember. Rombauer. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I got... You Instagrammed all about it. I know I drunk Instagrammed, and if you missed it, then I feel bad for you because we drunk baked together, me and my Instagram friends. And those bars that I made turned out so good. I just finished them. Starbucks cranberry bars. I was obsessed. It was glu- That's another thing you made. It was there you go. Gluten dairy free. Oh, yeah. Gluten dairy free cranberry bliss bars. I made them Sugar while I was free. drunk. I didn't measure a thing, and they turned out so good. Yeah, I'm real happy I wasn't in the kitchen. That would have drove me so crazy. Oh my gosh. So, anyways, um, don't worry. Baby was sleeping. We had bottles on hand. Everything was above board, if you know, you know what I mean. I got to applaud her. She's been sleeping like a champ. She is amazing. She's been hitting six and seven hour increments like she's four. She. She's sleeping like a four year old. I know. It's pretty awesome. Yeah, it's pretty great. We sleep a lot. Today she let me sleep till like 10 a.m. That's wild. And she went to bed at like 8 p.m. That is pretty great. So we're living our best over here. So anyways, Christmas, we didn't feel great. Um, It was kind of a bummer because we knew we wouldn't be leaving the house and seeing family, which is weird. I mean, we've never in our lives had a Christmas like that. We've always lived close to family and it's always been a family holiday. So Mm -hmm. that was really depressing. And then we were like, oh, let's just, like, binge watch Christmas movies. Like, that'll be cute. But then by, like, the third Christmas movie, you feel like like a slob and, like, the biggest couch potato ever. I felt so gross. It, that's just not my normal routine. I don't really watch movies during the day. I like to have my routine and be active and go outside and blah, blah, blah. And then have fun at night. So it was just... 
it was everything about Christmas just felt off. I wasn't into it, and I was ready by the time we went to sleep. I was just ready to have a normal move on from Christmas. Yeah, I was just over it. And it was raining, so we couldn't really like even go on a walk or be outside or anything. So it was, everything was just built up against us. It felt like. Yeah, totally. But what, what was... there were some good parts of Christmas. What was that? I really enjoyed hanging out with Livy on the couch. Oh, yeah, that was cute. Enjoying her first Christmas and reading her the Daddy and Libby book that you got me. Yeah, I got him a book from Hooray Heroes, which are those really cute books you see in all the Instagram ads where they, like, turn your baby and your husband into a child's book. And, and it was... the cartoon me looks just like me. I know. The cartoon me is pretty hot. Yeah. I'd do him. <laughs> I saw the book and I was like, ooh, Daddy. <laughs> You got to think for cartoon people. You like my emoji too. Your emoji is hot. <laughs> oh my gosh. When you send me that emoji, Eric, with the two thumbs up, I'm like, hey, your emoji is sexual. I'm come home and jump in your phone. <laughs> your emoji is hot. So yeah, that Christmas wasn't that bad. Yeah. It, it was depressing being home, but at the same time, we made the best of it and we made some good ass food and I made prime rib and New York steak. And potatoes. That's true. We had a nice dinner. It was okay. I don't like steak. I don't know. I was just over the whole day. I wasn't into it. I was a Scrooge this year. A Grinch. Both of them. Grinch. They were both the negative men of Christmas. Yep. I was a negative man. What was your high this week? Christmas Eve. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Christmas Eve. <laughs> Christmas Eve was fun. We actually got to see family and go somewhere and do something, and it felt more Christmassy and you, do a gift it, exchange. It did feel more Christmassy, but even that was kind of stressful because Livy did not like it. She cried the whole time. She and was crazy. The fact that we had to do a gift exchange in the driveway was just kind of awkward. Yeah, we had to do it outside because of COVID. So it's like, yeah, the family was there, but it just felt weird with everyone like spaced out outside. And Livy... It didn't feel intimate. It felt like your conversations were kind of limited and there's just so much going on. Olivia hates being outside in any type of like wind or cold. If it's even like cool outside, she hates it. And so she was really pissed the whole time. And she also just was have She had like a meltdown, like one of her worst meltdowns ever on Christmas Eve when we got mm-hmm. to my parents' house. She didn't she want to just, sleep. She didn't want the boobs. She didn't want a bottle. She, I think she was overstimulated. I don't know. But for three hours of this Christmas Eve get together when we were supposed to be like enjoying family and enjoying people, she was screaming. For two and a half hours of it. <laughs> oh, goodness. What was your low? Uh, being hungover. Yeah, that was rough. We're not 20 anymore. Nope. And I think I was hungover for two days. Yeah, pretty much. I don't. We didn't have any alcohol for three days, but... And we, I only had two and a half or three glasses of wine. Like, we're not talking getting shit-faced, people. We're not saying, like, we, we had so much alcohol, we didn't stop. No. I used to be able to drink two and a half or three glasses of wine, like, and be fine. And go home and sleep like normal and wake up like normal. I was hammered. Me too. And my dumbass didn't want to leave any alcohol behind, so I drank every drop in each bottle. Well, you decided to open a second bottle. Yeah, and I paid for it. <laughs> it was really rough. I don't even like white wine. I drank two bottles. Well, I mean, I helped you, but... Bottle and a half, whatever you want to call it. It wasn't our finest moment. Um, we just can't drink like we're 20 anymore. Nope. That's the moral of the story. You're so still in your 20s. Now I can have, like, one alcoholic beverage, and that's it. Gives you a tiny little buzz, and then you can wake up fine and not feel it. Pretty much. Anything more than that, I can't Sometimes even those, like, one craft beer will do it, though. Like, to wake you. up with a headache or something. If they're, like, really heavy or yeah, super high alcohol. Yeah, like a double alcohol. or a triple. Yep. 
Yeah, totally. Yep, yep. So you wanted to talk about like a few Christmas traditions that you want to include as Olivia grows up. Do you have any thoughts on that? Yes. So I want to put this out to the world and I want to know about your Christmas traditions because we are clearly starting our own family type thing. And I want, I don't know if we really had a ton of traditions growing up. It was, I mean, we go to my grandpa's, we have Christmas Eve at my aunt's house. Like those are kind of traditional type things. But as far as like, oh, mom always makes these muffins or whatever. Yeah. Like, we never had anything necessarily like Or like Yulakaka. Yeah. The so, recipe. So we've been trying to kind of establish some traditions. And last year we made Yulakaka, which is like your family heritage bread. It's like Norwegian Christmas passed bread. Passed down from woman to woman over years and years. and Pretty much. Hundreds of years of Yulakaka. <laughs> you so make now, it sound really majestic. It is. It's a tradition. So now... I'm the master. I like how you say handed down from woman to woman over the (laughs) generations, and now it's in Eric's hands. Yep. He's the baker. I didn't I don't make you lakaka. Eric makes it. So it went from woman to woman to Eric. Yeah. (laughs) I'm the baker of the family, so made it. Last year it was super good. Then we made it again this year. I think we made twelve loaves. It was pretty fun. We um delivered it to everybody. I felt like Santa Claus. We my family's obsessed with this bread. Like they will kill for this bread. Like it's it's a whole thing. And so um we made twelve loaves and then we like hand delivered them to everyone's porches um the day before Christmas Eve. And yep. it was really fun. Yep. It was a blast. We drove to Sacramento, we drove to Rancho, we drove to El Dorado Hills, we drove to Roseville, we kinda went everywhere. It was nice. We have to go check on our baby. Be right back. And And we're back. back. But Eric's Eric's holding holding a baby baby this time. We have a special guest, and Olivia is making her first appearance on the podcast. (laughs) And Eric literally just told me I couldn't hold my own child. Yeah, it's my turn. He was like, nah, girl. I got the baby. I got the baby. So anyways, we're talking about traditions, and... We were talking about you, Lukaka. But also, I made this Christmas bark soda cracker roca thing that I learned about in culinary class in Windsor High School. And Mrs. Ganister taught it to us, and it's amazing. But we used gluten-free crackers this year, soda crackers. You line the plate with them, and then you make, uh, what's it called? Caramel. Caramel. And pour it on top. And it is delicious. It was good. Christmas crack, as I like to call it. I think we ate the whole tray in like two days. I had Pretty a, much. I basically had a stomach ache for 24 hours straight. It's so good, you just can't stop eating it. And I'm pretty sure the next day I told you that I look, that's when I told you that I look like a human donut because uh, mama's filling out and getting those Christmas curves, as I like to call them. Christmas curves. Christmas curves. So baking could be a really fun tradition yes. that we could keep doing with her as she grows up. Yes. Um, next year, I want to make black and white cookies because that's my family tradition. Some type of white elephant like we do with my family is fun. We could go see the snow. Oh, we should yeah. have like a well. We did we did through the tradition this year of going to see the lights in the oh, yeah, that that was fun. neighborhood. Yeah. There's like a neighborhood by us that has really pretty Christmas lights like in every house. It's like two miles worth of just crazy like Christmas setups. And so we drove through with Olivia and it's there's so many cars and there's people who were going through on their on horseback. There was people who lit up cars with all their lights. We're going through with like their custom cars. There was a dog show of a bunch of people with like great Danes walking through. So Danes, German shepherds and then 
those big, like, fluffy white sheepdogs. I forgot yeah. what they're called. So it's this neighborhood. Everyone's driving, like, five miles an hour just to, like, see all the houses. So I took Olivia out of her car seat, and she sat on my lap in the back seat, and we looked out the window, and she actually was noticing the lights and enjoying it and that was super cute yeah i really really liked um i was we've been talking about how fun it would be to rent a limo and do it with our whole family that would be so fun and then another thing that we saw was a lot of people had like a pickup truck and they had like the little kids in the back of the pickup like all bundled up in blankets that would be so cute so i think every year as we go we'll get more festive and have more traditions and I think that having kids will just give us more of a reason to be festive you know totally and, I mean, this year it was hard because it's like you can't make it very festive with a three-month-old baby they don't really do much they don't really notice much they're not really capable of anything yet they can't remember things so we can't like pretty capable about sucking her finger but we you're an idiot so we can't like bake cookies and you know the whole thing yeah so anyways, uh, I think that that's, I think that's good. I think we're going to keep doing traditions and it's going to be awesome. And we're just going to get better every year. Yeah, I agree. So would you like to update our fans on the 100 mile challenge? Yeah, so this Where is pretty exciting, you guys. I had this crazy idea when we were in the middle of November and we were feeling really depressed and stuck at home with COVID. We were like, let's... And both of us are pretty, like, high-drive personalities. We like to, like, accomplish things. And sitting at home all day is not exactly uh, accomplishing anything. thrilling. And so we decided to do a 100-mile challenge. We did a podcast on that a couple ago. Basically, where we decided to run or walk 100 or bike 100 miles before New Year's. So we had, I think, about five weeks to do it which is about 20 miles a week. Yep. And uh, we, we have four miles left. Ooh, so we're around the six. And tomorrow, I didn't know tomorrow's New Year's Eve. I had no I idea. Yep. So tomorrow's New Year's Eve, and we have four miles left. Super easy. We should do like, <laughs> you know what would be so funny? Is if we dressed up like ridiculous, like superheroes, or like in glitter tights, and like walked tomorrow, like our final walk as a family. <laughs> So yeah, Olivia is like, count me out. I'm good. Um, so yeah, we have four miles left. Super exciting, and it's been harder than I expected. It's been exciting, and I think that the reason why we did it, wanting to have a, a motivation and something big to work towards, little by little, that totally came through. That was such a good idea. That worked great it gave us like something to look forward to and like a bigger goal to work towards but it was harder than I expected on my body physically I'm still I'm still pretty like fresh postpartum and um it was not I don't know I thought it was just gonna be simple and it was not simple so um I had to actually stop running about two weeks ago I had to stop jogging my miles so I just started walking or biking um because I was having like some issues with like prolapse which is something that can happen after you have a baby which is basically where everything in your lower body is all like loosey-goosey and starts to like fall out of your body so that's cute um, and basically running can make it a lot worse. So that was a hard no. My body was telling me, yo girl, you just had a baby. Please stop running. 
Um, but I'm really proud of us for still making it happen and still making it work. And Eric has been running as well. I think the thing that's the funniest and the most amazing is it's been really cold outside and it's been kind of rainy the last couple days. And so we actually brought our stationary bike out of the garage because it's cold in the garage. Like who wants to go out there at night and freeze their butt off and sit alone in the garage? We've been really into Nintendo Switch. And so we brought the stationary bike into our living room and we have a pretty small house there's not exactly a lot of room but we made it work and now when we play nintendo switch at night we get our miles in at the same time and switch off and it's actually so fun and it really distracts you and switch off <laughs> what switch off playing the nintendo switch oh my gosh eric got a dad jokes book for christmas and it's really just not what we need in this house um so the hardest thing for me on the challenge was the middle we were so motivated at the end, or at the beginning. We knocked out. It was like, exciting at the beginning. We knocked out 30 miles. Like, and then the excitement wears off, and you're like, why did we decide to do now this? Now we really have to do this. It was a little bit of a struggle. We were walking a little bit more. We were biking a little bit more. And it just got cold. It sucks running when it's cold. Yeah, it kind of switched from fall to winter. Yep. Um, but I'm really proud of us for still making it work. Like, we have had to kind of switch things around. And I started doing, basically at the beginning, we said that the 100 miles would either be biked, walked, or run. Um, but since it was really cold and I was having a hard time getting out with the baby, cause she hates the cold, like I said, like hates it. We'll bundle her, bundle her up in a legit snow outfit just to like take her outside. So it was getting to be a lot taking her out with me to go on runs or walks because she doesn't like it when it's cold. So I was kind of having to figure out ways to work out like inside or while she was napping. So we kind of made a rule for probably like two or three weeks ago that if I did a half an hour of working out, so like half an hour of Pilates, that would count as one mile, which I think is more than fair. Um, cause I could run a mile faster than that, but I just think it was a great way to kind of equalize things and just to give us more options of what we could do. Um, and yeah, to help us get our, help us get our miles in however we can. Cause at the end of the day, I felt kind of like sad cause I was like, that's not what our original plan, that's not what our original plan was, but, um, you know, that's life. Like you just gotta, you have to alt like alter things along the way to get to your goal. So I'm proud of us. I think we've done such a good job. I'm really excited for it to be over though. And um, it was just fun to have a goal to work towards as a couple. And um, yeah, so we just wanted to update you guys on Christmas, on the 100 mile challenge and happy 2020 you guys. We are so glad that it's almost a new year. One more day. Olivia's ready for 2021. Olivia is not impressed with this year. Um, so we're going to come back strong. We'll do our next podcast in 2021. And we're going to talk about, I don't want to say New Year's resolutions. I don't like that word. But just things that we want to do different in the new year. Goals, things that we're looking towards, things we want to change or alter or keep doing. And hopefully you guys will get some inspo from that. So we can't wait to record with you guys. Thank you so much for listening and helping our 2020 um, project become a success. We love and appreciate all of you guys. Come like our podcast page on um, Griffin Unfiltered Podcast on Instagram, and we will talk to you soon. Bye.